Hey, friends and freaks. This week in Part 2 of Heaven's Gate, we ascend to the next level. Dare to join us? I feel like I'm always the one who's like, sup, guys? Hello, human beings. (laughs) Welcome to Alt Cult Nation podcast, part two of two of Heaven's Gate. I'm Tessa. I'm Taylor. Really quick, I just want to give a warning, um, a trigger warning for this episode, because there is mention of suicide, and it's... It ends on a very, very um, depressing note. So if you can't handle that, yes, please, please be don't, advised. Yes, please be prepared that there's going to be much discussion about suicide. So just um, prepare yourself for that. Yes. Yeah. So in part one, we kind of ended with Marshall being in jail for stealing a rental car and he used that time to uh reflect on his beliefs yes fine-tune them a bit yes come up with their uh five and ten year plans (laughs) yep bonnie didn't make it for those uh uh she made it for the five year apparently Wait, when was he arrested? When was he put in jail? I forget the year. 1974. Oh, okay. Never mind. She, she did. She, yeah. she even made it for the 10 year plan. Yeah. yeah she yeah, died yeah. in 87. My bad. 85. 80. Something. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> anyway. Okay. You know something else that's weird? What? So. Was Matt born in 85? Yes, actually. Um, <laughs> Yo, he was. He's definitely Bonnie. He's Bonnie reincarnated. That's what's fucking wrong with him. All makes so much sense now. Wait, so was your point that Matt was born in 1985, so he's Bonnie and reincarnated? Okay. So once Marshall got out of jail, he and Bonnie went right back into driving around. Yes. And um, traveling to spread their message and try to gain followers. And so they created posters to announce <laughs> it sounds so silly compared to like what we have today for advertising and whatnot yeah. like posters okay who's gonna see those but like this is that's the 70s how, yes. that's what they did they literally went and re- went around with these posters stapled them on bulletin boards probably telephone poles i can imagine shit but these posters read ufos why they are here who they have come for when they will leave. I mean... Uh, and that attracted people. I, it would have attracted like, me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like... I'd be like, oh, I'd be okay. like, UFOs? I'm sold. Let me get right on that. And the, the posters also said that... They said, like, it was a meeting, like a spiritual meeting. Mm-hmm. And that they weren't... It wasn't to recruit people to agree with their beliefs but it could provide people with better understanding okay so at this point they weren't 
they were using the tactic of like hey. it's kind of like reverse psychology yeah exactly yeah. That's, that's what I'm yes. getting out of it um, so at these meetings Marshall did most of the speaking while Bonnie kind of acted more as his spiritual guide okay. and support um, they gained a few followers like here and there until they had a meeting in Waldport, Oregon. This is when they, like, hit it big, yeah. pretty much. They had their meeting, and a lot of the, like, a lot of the news reports said that 20 residents, but one of the former members, Sawyer, mm-hmm. who I'm pretty sure he was one of, like, he was from Waldport, Oregon. Yeah. He said that it was 34 people yes. in this town just... Dropped everything. They were like, hell yeah, and sign me up. Yeah, they just dropped everything and followed, quote-unquote, the two. How boring must your town have been for, like, some random-ass people to come in and just be like, hey, aliens, man. I think... Let's go. Honestly, I think it was a lot... I don't know why. Maybe because of how close Oregon is to California. But I think there was a lot of, like, hippies in the area. And that's what the, because that's what, they attracted a lot of hippies, like yeah. we've mentioned before, because of, like, the spirit, spirituality yeah. of their. That, that part of their message. And yeah. they'd be like, you wow, you UFOs. <laughs> oh, my God, Alaska. <laughs> she was courteous enough to get off of the bed, but then she's so big that it just wafted right over yeah, here. her tail. Back up. Sorry, my dog farted. That's rough, man. And it stank real bad. Get your shit together. Um, <laughs> and so, so in the documentary, Sawyer talks about going to this meeting. And he said, I mean, he does admit that he did a lot of drugs. So maybe that contributed to this experience. But oh, yeah. he went to the meeting and he said that it was like, there was like a dark haze over everyone. But a bright light. Like, once they started, once Marshall started speaking, this, like, bright electric energy emanated from him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when I saw that, like, that, I, like, what else was I supposed to believe other than that he was, yeah. the like, a messiah? Yeah. And with them gaining that huge amount of followers in such a short, short amount of time, making the headlines... They, we well, yeah, like radio shows were talking about them. The news outlets were talking about them. They were being published in newspapers. Somebody mm-hmm. I forget who it was wrote a book and mentioned them. Like it mm-hmm. was, it was a little blurb, but it was still enough. Like books got around, books and newspapers got around faster than television. Things because not yeah. everybody had a TV yet. Yeah, it was becoming more mainstream, but that was still not the most reliable source for news at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't like the publicity. And once, well, no, because they were yeah. being called kooks, like oh, well, the UFO cult, oh, the alien well, jobs. Once, so once they made headlines, they didn't, they didn't really leave. News, like how, how could you? If the, yeah, like if they, like one new follow, ooh, Heaven's Gate, yeah, strikes again, yes, Doe and T, Doe and T, like they were called like Pied Pipers, which 
you know, he probably actually fucking loved. Yeah, because he was very musical. Yes. He was like, fuck, yeah, come here, my little mice. Yeah, I'll play a flute for right? you. Um, <laughs> so, as the publicity grew, they became very paranoid and secret. From, like, almost the very beginning, they were convinced that someone was out to get them. Wait, every single thing, all of their recordings and the things that they have uh, even available today on their website, it was all, if you ever get to see this, if it is allowed, because they felt, they felt like the collective was fighting against them Mm -hmm. because they didn't, they weren't ready to be uh, awoken in the sense that they felt they were. And then Jonestown happened in 77. Yeah. So, like, right during their peak time. Yeah. So, they were let... So, they were compared to Jonestown. Yes. Obviously. And other cults, because 70s... 70s to 90s was, like, prime cult time. Yeah. So, that's why in the, like, early formation of Heaven's Gate, like, they were really gung-ho on spreading the message, getting it out there to as many people as possible. They didn't, like, live... Like, it wasn't... They didn't have, like, a commune. Yeah. Right from the get-go. They split up into groups. And so, like, the format, for lack of a better word, Mm -hmm. I don't know, um, was they... All the members were split into partnerships. And they had... That's what they called a check partner. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the person to help each other kind of, like, stay in line. Yeah. And, like, follow the rules that are placed. Because Heaven's Gate came with a whole fucking huge-ass rule book mm-hmm. to follow. And down to, like, the size of a pancake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was crazy And how much shit. toothpaste to use. And... But I mean, again, what that's color kind you of could wear, if you give people so many seemingly off the wall rules that are so strict and like guided in their life, again, it makes them more more susceptible to never being able to leave. Mm-hmm. Once you're in, you're in, because realistically, you've been told what size pancake you can eat. You've been told how much toothpaste you're allowed to have. You've been told how much you can drink in a day. Like, what time? Yes. With that much structure in your life, without having... And again, these are a lot of hippie-esque people. And they did have a lot of scientific people. Yeah, there were a lot of highly educated members of this group also. But... With that, how do how do you go back to normal life not being told every single little minute detail of mm-hmm. what to do in your day? How do you eliminate that type of structure so suddenly? And to me, that would be the hardest part. Like if I was ever gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna join a cult, and they gave me that kind of structure, I would be lost without it. So in the beginning, I think it's like the first few years. Again, timeline is. Quite muddled. Muddled. Um, They were split, like, Heaven's Gate was split apart into different groups. Um, And they, yeah, like, they would go to campgrounds. Sometimes 
it would just be check partners. Other times the group could be as large as like 10. Yeah. And they would go to the campgrounds. They would stay there for like short amount of time. Yeah, like they were nomadic like, in the yes, truest they were, sense. Yes, they which I also I, think helped keep them it, in line. Yeah. Because you're not you're not assimilating into the the norms, the normal people interactions. You're not having that influence in your life. I think that was part of the tactics of keep them separated, make them follow these rules to a T, give them people to keep them in check mm-hmm. so that they're both constantly being reminded, this is what we did, this is what we are about, this is what we do. Yeah. Like, they, so as cult leaders, Doe and T, I'm going to be calling them Doe and T from now on because that's what they, at this that's point what, yes, in time, that's what they went by, Doe and yes. T. As cult leaders, Doe and T were quite hands-off. Like, they told them how they're supposed to live to ascend. They know... They were wholeheartedly, at this point, up on the pedestal, overseeing, but again, very hands-off. Yes. They weren't like other cult leaders who... Like, constantly had contact with their followers. They weren't like Charles Manson, who was like, you can't kill someone, right? Let me go show you. (laughs) But yeah, so, <laughs> um, I, while they were separated into these groups, camping and everything, they would communicate and Doe and T would communicate to them through coded messages. Yes. Because that's... The coded messages kind of cracked me yeah. up. Like. And it, yeah, and it, go, it, it goes back into, they were very secretive. They, yes, very you, paranoid, yes. very secretive, yes. even it's, though they had a website. And so, yeah. Well, the website didn't co- the website didn't exist yet. The oh, website okay. doesn't come up until that towards the end. Okay. So, <laughs> what's fun, some of the members like couldn't figure out the coded messages. See, that would be me though. So, if yeah. I was in this fucking call, I would be the one like, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm supposed the to do. The fuck this mean? Um, but around this time. Sometime in like the mid to late seventies, there were actually two sociologists, Robert Balk. Don't know if I'm saying that right, and David Taylor. They joined <laughs> Heaven's Gate because like to do research. Yeah, and in the documentary, Robert is describing how they like joined mm-hmm. because so they. I think it was dirt, like, they saw a flyer for one of the meetings and were able to find, like, a small group of, like, the members and was like, hey, like, we wanna, like, we're interested. Yeah. And, like, where can we meet up? Whatever. And they were like, we can't tell you. You gotta go to the post office. (laughs) <laughs> and go, go to get your coded message. Go to page one oh seven in the yellow pages or whatever. Oh, hell, <laughs> so ridiculous. And there'll be a message there. So they go, and they go to page one oh seven. I don't. I can't remember exactly. I should have gone back and like rewatched it. But either there was a mess, or there would like. I think there was, like, coordinates or something at the bottom. Or in, like, the 
margin, mm-hmm. like where the pages meet. Yeah. So they find instructions to go to... To the top of this to, random to mountain. This, yeah, to this mountaintop. So they go there, and there's no one there. And they're like, ah, did we just miss them? They got like, punked. Like, they're freaking... <laughs> like, they're so upset. <laughs> they, like, are digging through a trash can. Or not digging through, but they're, like, looking in the trash can to, like, see if there's more clues. Yeah. And, like, they're in the trash can was, like, Heaven's Gate, like, I think, I don't know if it was, like, the flyer or something. There was something that they made them believe, oh, they were just here. Like, yeah, we missed them. But then, like, once they or start losing hope, two cars, like, rolled up, full, like, filled with people. And they I were, think like, it was, like, partially a test. It. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. hey, let's see if they're serious. Are they going to hang out or are they just going to dip? Yeah. Like, yeah, and these, that's just, like. How they joined. That was just like an example of the like the coded messages yeah. and <laughs> go like through secretiveness of Heaven's Gate. Um, so Heaven's Gate through the the traveling and camping and recruitment, but not recruitment. It was recruitment, but like they didn't call it. They that. didn't call it that. But at one point, Heaven's Gate had like a hundred to two hundred members, which is that a was, lot. Yes, like that was their peak. Yeah. Um, and eventually after, I think like a few years or so, maybe a few months, honestly, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Again, the timeline is incredibly muddled. We don't know. (laughs) Um, they received a message from Doe and T saying that, like, we, we we're done spreading our message. Okay. So basically the people that got it, got it. The ones that didn't. Fuck off. Yes. And it was that time that they moved from campgrounds to houses. So this is when they kind of, and it's not even really, like, I wouldn't consider it a commune. Well, no, they moved around too much for it to be a commune and, like. Well, this is when they kind of settled. Like, they rented, because, like, one of the members, his dad was, like, super fucking rich. So, he, like, inherited money from his father. And he was like, hey, I can, like, I'll pay to rent houses for yeah. us to live in. Um, it was in California, I believe. And this is when, like, the home footage, when, where the home footage comes from. Mm-hmm. So, and the uniforms. So since the next lever, <laughs> lever, since since the next level did not have gender or sexual identity, yeah, all members of Heaven's Gate pretty much became like gender neutral. Yes, they had like all the same short haircut women in the group stopped wearing makeup and they had the uniforms that were all the same black pants and the black pullover things. Pullover yeah. things. Um apparently they had like communal underwear. They sh- they Ew. like shared clothes. Yeah. I mean clothes sure whatever, but like I don't know, underwear I don't know. Underwear is a little much. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Um, 
any sexual thoughts or slips needed to be, like, reported. Hold up, hold up, time out. Okay, so let's say so somebody got a boner and you noticed it. You had to go and report that? Like, <laughs> hey, Tito, um, sup? Yeah. Swody. <laughs> Swody's popping a half chub over there. <laughs> Better get him. Like, what? Yeah, and they were like... As a female, sh- it's fine. And like, they were like do? shamed for it. I was expecting it to be like, oh, they were beaten in the fucking foyer for getting a chum. No. That would have been more exciting. <laughs> Women would never get in trouble, though, for that. Like, unless you said something. Like, did well, no, that's what hard like, you Like, you yourself was... Oh, you, you were expected to report you, your yes, own thoughts? Oh, you you yourself were supposed to kind of have, like, a confession with... Doe and tea to because if you didn't, then you wouldn't ascend because you wouldn't. Okay, so the, it was the fear of not ascending that made yes. them tell on themselves. Yes, ridiculous. <laughs> um, and like that aspect of it actually resulted in men getting ca- castrated <laughs> by the end of this. Um, it, seven to nine men, I don't know the confusion. <laughs> I was still stuck on the word castrating. Seven, seven to, to nine, nine men. men. Yes, by the end of Heaven's Gate, seven to nine men were castrated. All right. Maybe somebody had, like, two of them had, like, a third testicle, so they found, like, an odd number. Well, so the first man who was castrated in Heaven's Gate, um, I'm not sure if I missed something. Or, like, stopped listening for a second. Yeah. But it seemed like Doe was the one who did the castration <laughs> with um, a nurse who was one of the members. She Like, she had been a nurse. Yeah. So she was, like, leading it, and then Doe, like, did the cutting, and, um, like, he did it incorrectly because he's not a fucking doctor. Yeah, of all people, why would you pick Doe to T? T was a fucking nurse. She was dead at this point. Oh, she was already dead. Okay. Yes. That makes that make a little bit more sense, but still, like, not yes. any sense. I don't know why they wouldn't have the nurse that they had, like, maybe helping Maybe because this. he was the chosen one, he had to be the one. Yeah, I don't, maybe, yeah, I don't know if it's because he was the leader that he... After your cash, how the fuck, how would anybody else admit to sexual thoughts or feelings or or anything? Like, I don't want to be castrated, and I can't even be castrated. Yeah, so, so yeah, the first castration, like, Doe did it and fucked it up and was like, shit. Sure. <laughs> I fucked up. But then the other men ended up doing it. They Like, they found a doctor who agreed to do it. <laughs> yeah. A do- wait, 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 wait. A doctor that's not a part of Heaven's Gate? Yeah. And they just, like, brought their dudes here and they're like, hey, yeah, hmm, snip, snip. Yeah. Let's go. Hush, hush. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked. That's so fucked up. Yes. Woo. Yes, it is. So, yeah, this... We're rewinding a little bit because the castration happened in, like, the 90s. Okay. So, 1983, Bonnie gets the news that she has eye cancer. Yeah. And that's... So, she has surgery to have her eye removed... And 
unfortunately, the cancer spread had spread to her liver, and that is what caused her death in 1985. Yeah. And Bonnie's death took a very hard toll on Marshall, like we spoke in the end of part one. Yeah. Um, he, at this point, like, after Bonnie's death, he, ne- like, the members pretty much took care of him. Like, yeah. he was barely a cult leader at that point. Because yeah. he had, like, he had, quote-unquote, helpers. Yeah. Because that's... he couldn't handle it on his own. And after Bonnie's death, it obviously also brought up the, well, what it, what do we actually believe in now? Mm-hmm. Because Bonnie... One of our prophets is gone. Yes. Yeah. And she died a very human death. She mm-hmm. died of cancer. What What is going on? She was supposed to be... Like, if she wasn't able to ascend, how are we supposed to Yeah, ascend? and that's where they came up with the bullshit of, oh, that's why these skin suits that we're in aren't built for for the soul the conscious that mm-hmm. we have yeah doe described it t's vehicle yeah burn it, out her weird. her energy just wore it down yeah because they were on such a higher plane i'm going higher plane yeah but despite this she did ascend yeah she was the next on the next level in the next level at the next level? Don't know. She she was the, she was the next level. Yeah. <laughs> um gets intense. And she was communicating with Doe. This is the part the that fucking level. cracked me. She was up. communicating and she was his heavenly father. Yeah. <laughs> and he <laughs> No, that's not allowed. <laughs> Cash me, whatever. Um, yeah, and he, so he was still he was still receiving the support and guidance that he needed from her. Yes, they talked about her after her death as mm-hmm. if she was still there. Mm-hmm. Like they, they all knew that she had ascended. Yes. Yeah. Ascended. So it was, yeah. So it was like oh no, like so. Even though after her death, they did come to a point where they struggled with their belief system because of what, what because th- of her death. But not, but once Doe was like, well, she is, once he came up with this explanation that he received from T herself from the next level, yeah, they, then it was, oh. Okay, we, we'll we, get we, right but, back behind that. Yeah, okay, Let's cool. Go. So we will ascend and we'll be back with T. Yeah. Great, we'll be one big happy family again. Everything is fine. Even though Doe himself was going against the rules completely because every time he would talk about T, he would get all choked up, which I understand. You yeah. lost your best friend and your life partner. But they were supposed to basically but you, be... you weren't supposed to feel human emotions. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to be beyond that. Yes. And why are you so upset if she is on the next level? See, this is... Yep. If she's on the next level. And she's still talking to you. And she's still talking to you. And you weren't allowed to have sex with her. What are you really missing? And Really? I mean, he didn't want to have sex with her, really. 
and you know, and you were in the belief that you were the Messiah, so you were going to ascend. You know you're going to be with her again. So why are you so... Why are you so sad? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The things that keep hmm. you up at night. Chin stroke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so after her death, and with this new explanation from Doe, the, the beliefs of Heaven Gate started to shift. Yeah. And in... I feel like they got a little bit darker at this point. Mm-hmm. They started... Because it's all Doe. Yeah. Before, yes, he was... Like, you could argue, oh, well, he did most of the talking. Like, that's why, that's why but he did But the idea some, is a lot yeah. of them came from, from Bonnie. Bonnie. Yes. Just be, he was more charismatic than Bonnie. Yes. He was the, he was the public speaker. Yeah. He, so that was his role. But that doesn't necessarily mean that... He, All the ideas. Yeah, he could, Bonnie wrote the script. He just performed it. Yeah. And I think she was much, she was much more lighthearted with it where this was supposed to be a beautiful thing and once you left this plane you were going to go to this uh, physical heaven of theirs rather than it being a torturous existence here on earth which yes. i feel is what he turned it into yes. because he was he was being tortured his mm-hmm. mental demons and depression that he so obviously had and other mm-hmm. psychosis that people have speculated about mm-hmm. i think after she was gone and that light went out for him i think he just wanted like you said in part 1 he didn't want to be alone mm-hmm. he wanted everybody to love him in the sense that he felt he needed. Mm-hmm. And the only way to show that was with this end result mm-hmm. that he came up with. So after Bonnie's death, they the group was at their peak, like 100, between 100 and 200 yeah. members. After Bonnie's death, they very quickly dwindled down mm-hmm. to like a few dozen. Yeah. And at this point, Doe saw his family leaving him, mm-hmm. essentially. And he was already lost because he didn't have his best friend physically with him. And he was just very, and he, like, he wasn't leading the followers like he was supposed to. Yeah. And this is when there was a weird wedding ceremony thing. Yeah, okay, the rings, the video. Between Doe and all the members. So they went on a little trip, and he, this is when he explained, like, I'm pretty sure this is when he explained that T had ascended. Yeah. She is on the next level, and we need to stay, we need to stay on the path to ascend so we can reunite with her. And to do that, to do that, we need unite. Yes, and it was, it was this weird ceremony that Doe came up with just right then and there. I think. Yeah, I agree. Of the like couple dozen members to marry him. So after this, I don't know which what, he didn't pose as marriage to him. He posed it as marriage to to this next level basically yeah i think it was he was like you're marrying heaven's gate yes yeah 
so, so bizarre. But after this point, all the members had a gold band yep. on their left ring finger. It was it, Which, they, it was their wedding band. On their website, there is um, the, I think it's just an audio clip. I don't think there's a video to it. But it has him explaining, like, the symbolism of that. Yeah. Where, yes, this is a marriage. It is not a traditional marriage. Blah, blah, blah. So. But, like, the way he talks about it. Yeah, and I think this is one of the first examples that really shows that he's just off He's bad the shit. Yeah. He... And it, it is still heartbreaking because... What's he, sad? You he can needed, hear the yes, pain he in needed it. help. Yeah. He needed... He needed to be institutionalized at this point. Yeah. So, in nineteen, the early 90s, they started recruitment again. Yeah. Because they, after this new revelation. Yeah, they had dwindled down so much. They wanted new. Yep. They needed to spread the message again. They used the media. Like, they bought, like, TV time. They had a... TV series. Yep. They paid for like 14 hours. It was called Beyond Human. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much like I think an episode or what I don't know the actual format of it. Because the, the documentary showed like clips. Yeah. But it didn't actually fully explain. But it seemed like it. So it was Doe and then it would be two members. And I'm assuming it was like the Czech partners. Mm-hmm. And he it was kind of like an interview <laughs> style. Yeah. It was weird. Asking them, like, how it had affected their lives, how they were happy, what it meant to them, all of that kind Mm -hmm. of, like, weird shit. It was basically just, like, propaganda of, hey, you're in this, tell us why you're so happy. Yeah, and around this time is when they started saying, the world's going to end soon. Yes. So that, so the, their message became more urgent. Yeah. Doe wanted to try to help as many people as he could to get on the next level because the the earth was going to be quote unquote recycled. Yep. As he liked. I did to, I did like that that's how they phrased uh, it. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot yeah. actually. But a lot of people thought he was a a kook. I mean <laughs> they weren't Yeah, wrong. I, can't, I can't disagree <laughs> with them. So along with the media, they started they also held meetings again. And a lot of these meetings weren't weren't led by Doe. It was led by, like, representatives yeah. of Heaven's Gate. Sawyer was one of them. Mm-hmm. There were times where he himself held and led the meetings. Yeah. And they were met mostly with backlash. Well, people, I mean, and yeah, you can't, like, they show clips and it's like, these people, people make good points. Like, this one guy was like, um, you guys, I w- I was here before. You guys were here before, like, 10 years ago, and I came to your meeting then, and you guys said that um, a UFO was supposed to come, like, such and such year and, like, visit you guys pretty much or whatever or take mm-hmm. some of your members. Um, did that happen? Yeah. And they were like, no. It's like, so... <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is uh you're lying. So you're wrong. You're wrong about things. You you were wrong you, about it then, uh, but you're you're right, right about, about it, it now. now. Yeah, like and then the one guy was like a lot of your beliefs come from Christ- basic Christianity 
why can't you just follow that? Which I don't like that argument because it's like... A lot of Christian beliefs come from pagan religions. Yeah, like, why can't you just follow uh, that? Yeah, I'm sorry, but no, sir. It's not I, how this I will works. not agree with that. <laughs> it's not how this works. It's not how any of this um, works. Yeah, and this is about the time that their website was created. They created their website because they... The meetings weren't working. The media... Yeah, they were just... They wanted to make... So, the internet was just another outlet for them Mm -hmm. to spread their message and try to get it out there as much as possible. And they were cyberbullied, pretty much. Which... It's it's sad because this is the point that um, a lot of the members started to give up yeah. on this plan. They didn't give up on Heaven's Gate. They were giving up on on being able to save yeah, anyone they, and that and living on this planet. They yeah. were like, we want to be on the next level. We want to be with T again. The, the yeah, we're tired we're, of being. We're here. starting to be miserable mm-hmm. in this environment. And that helped with the idea of suicide. Yeah. Because since they were in that mindset, once Doe, like, Doe held a meeting and was like, you know, we're going, we're going through this dark time. I think it's time The end is coming. Yeah. Um, We don't want to miss our opportunity He asked, he was like, would anyone be opposed to suicide? And... They said no. A, f- a few members did. A few members were like, no. Like, uh, it was, um, like, five people left. Yeah. After the, some, at some point after this meeting, because they weren't, they didn't agree with the suicide. Mm-hmm. But at this point, most of them. Most of them, I think, were in, they came down into that dark, dark place, place with it, Yes. And it's. And also, I think that was conflicting in them as well because they weren't supposed to feel these normal human Mm -hmm. emotions. They weren't supposed to feel that spectrum. So feeling that was probably overwhelming because most of these people that they had at this point had already been in this for decades. Mm -hmm. So this is almost 20 years. Yeah. At this point. So you've been in this, you have trained your brain to disassociate, basically. Mm-hmm. You are disassociating through your life and not feeling things on such a, a normal scale. Now you're in this dark, dark place. And what, what are you going to do with it? You don't know how to cope. You don't know. You don't know where to go with it. So I feel like it would have at that point been very easy to just say, hey, yeah, you guys want to hitch a ride a little early to the mothership? Mm -hmm. Let's go and have everybody jump on the bandwagon. Because I think that is the hardest part for people to understand. How do you get a a group of people that large? large? Yeah. Like 39 people. That's a large group. Uh That's a big amount of people to have a mass suicide up. Like, and that's, your normal everyday person isn't going to sit there and understand that because, like, no, you don't sit there with suicidal tendencies all the time. And it was so much that, um, the Waco siege 
which is the church and the it's the branch davidians yeah and david crush that happened in 1993 mm-hmm. so they saw just the government might kill a bunch of people, essentially. Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, maybe we could get that to happen to us. So, so, so fucked up. <laughs> so Doe suggests, he's like, well, they caught the interest of like the FBI and ATF. What if we went, we could go buy a bunch of firearms? So, like, they, they do. Like, they bought fire, like, they bought guns, but this group is mostly made out of hippies. So they were like, okay, yeah, we have these now. Right. And they didn't didn't do shit with them because they didn't want to. Wasn't their bag. So, yeah. So they end up buying guns, but they, they didn't do anything with them because they're all fucking hippies. Yeah, what are you supposed to do with a gun when you're like they, a peace-loving hippie? Yeah, they pretty much bought these guns and just ended up stashing them in a closet. And we're like, well, shucks, that plan didn't work. <laughs> what the fuck kind of logic, though? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, you mentioned the Hale-Bopp comet in, the fir- in part one. They, so, when the Hale-Bopp comet was, like, in the news, big. It was huge. Mm-hmm. It blew up because it was, like, this is well, the first... Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a huge-ass comet. It's the first of its kind that people have seen on Earth yeah. at this point. And so this was happening in late 1996. Um, another thing, what, like, something was trailing behind Hillbop Comet... Yeah, that they still don't know. So, yeah. And the way... Because I didn't look into the Hale-Bopp comment that much, honestly. We were one when was the, the when this was happening, so I don't remember what, <laughs> what happened. But it was... It seemed like there... It was like a conspiracy theory that there was even anything trailing with the Hale-Bopp comment. But... It could also just be that there was conspiracy theories about what it was. Yeah, some people said it was a UFO. Some people, yeah, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of conspiracy theorists said, "Oh, it's a flying saucer." Yeah, because it it was measured to be four times the size of Earth. Mm -hmm. So, Heaven's Gate hopped right on that. Oh, of course, conspiracy theory. Like, oh my God, that. That's the ship. That's the next level. Let's go. Yes, guys. that's that's our that's our ticket home. Yes. Thank you. I couldn't think of I got what you. I was trying I got to you. say. So the Hale-Bopp comet was was like their the like, only logical explanation for yeah, them was and to the, be like oh, that that was like their sign like oh it's time for the exit. Yeah. Quote unquote. The exit is what they called the mass suicide. Yes. So, the weeks leading up to the exit, they pretty much went on, like, a vacation. Like, they went back to Gold Beach, Oregon, which is apparently the place where Doe and T had, like, one of their huge revelations. Mm -hmm. They went back to visit there. They went, they took trips to SeaWorld and, like, 
the San Diego Zoo, casinos. They were like living, living their best. Yeah, they life. were like, oh, yeah, we're gonna be fucking leaving this place. Let's go celebrate. Yeah, essentially. And then they did that, and there's like a bunch of video, like home videos that they took of it. Of, of them course. partying. And yeah. Um, and then March twentieth. 1997 is when the exit interviews were recorded. Which are creepy and weird as fuck. They're so... (laughs) To me, I was expecting... Because I listened to a few of them. I was expecting it to be like a tearjerker. I thought it was going to be really sad and they were like saying goodbye. And just heartfelt shit. No, it was batshit off the wall, like, talking about the little green people. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Talking about how wonderful Doe and T are. And it was just, it was not what I was expecting. Yeah, I didn't see, like, I saw clips of a few different ones because they were shown in the, the documentary. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, a lot of them... In these interviews, a lot of the members were like, we, like, we can't wait to finally see T again. Some of them didn't even know T. They didn't, like, they joined after her death. Mm -hmm. Some of them were like, I can't wait to finally meet her in person. Like, she's been such a guiding light through all of this. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's strange. And it's like, these people didn't even know them. Like, some of these members didn't even know her. But they were quite literally ready to die for it. Yes. They wanted to die for her and for him. Yeah. It's just... I mean, how... It's mind-blowing. Cults are nuts, man. Yes. Um, So they recorded these videos um, two days before their planned mass suicide. So on March 26th, police received an anonymous tip about the suicide. The man, it was a man he called, and he said, yeah, I I want to report a tip about a mass suicide by a religious group. This is the address. Like, go, yeah. you should go check it out. And it yeah. turns out that the guy who called was actually a former member. Oh, he was a former member. Yep. So what? So before their so before the suicide, they like they had everything planned. Like this was not like. Oh yeah, I mean they even they did it in shifts so that there were mm-hmm. people to cover uh, the ones before, mm-hmm. so that they were exactly the way that Doe and T wanted them to be, so that yeah. they could progress to the next yeah, level. Every, everything was planned. This whole thing was planned out weeks and ahead. So the people who um, created the website put, like, files, like, of the website, like, on floppy disks. Yeah. And mailed those to certain people. Like, I think they were all, I'm pretty sure they were all, like, former members that they were still in, like, good standing with. Yeah. Because it's not, like, it wasn't. One of those cults where it's like, oh, once you leave, we, you're dead to yeah, us. Yeah, you're not it excommunicated. Was, yeah, it was... And I mean, sometimes, like, if you did leave... Like, obviously, it is possible that if you did leave, they would be like, oh, yeah, we don't want... Yeah. We don't really want to associate with you. But that depends on... 
the circumstance in each individual. Yeah, so so they created floppy disks of the website, essentially, because they didn't want anyone taking it down after they're yeah. gone. They still wanted that to exist. They sent the VHS tapes of the recordings to certain people. They yeah. sent letters to certain people. Like they had instructions that they sent to certain people. What so this one this former member um Rio D'Angelo, he left 2 weeks before the mass suicide. And he left because he he approached Doe about it and was like, Doe, I have, I have this feeling that I need to leave and do, like, he's, the way he described it, I think he was like, I think T is giving me, um, like, I a just mission got chills. to, yeah. Like, tell me why I got fucking chills. <laughs> Ew. He was like, I think T is giving me messages and signs telling me that I need to go, do like, complete this mission. I can't ex- remember exactly what, because I don't even remember what he ended up doing, but Doe was like, oh, like, it sounds like this is your destiny, that you're supposed to go yeah, completely, complete this task. And so, like, you, like, I'm not going to stop you from doing that. Yeah. So he left, and he got instructions, like, his letter or VHS tape, I'm not sure, like, exactly the form of it, mm-hmm. but it was like, we, like, he received it, and it said, it told him about the suicide, when it was going to happen, where it asked him to go to the house, yeah. like, on a certain date, and record his findings. So he legitimately went with a video camera. There's footage that they show in the documentary of him going in, and walking around the house, and record. <sighs> Okay, I've seen that footage, and I always thought that mm-hmm. that was police footage. I didn't know that that there was... There might be police footage also, but... The, you can tell the, the difference first. between the police footage and that footage, because mm-hmm. that's, like, a first initial walkthrough. Like, mm-hmm. everybody is still in their poses. Yep. No one's been moved. There's no... There's nothing out of place in the house. Once the police got in there, it was immediate. There was caution tape. There were biohazard signs, like gurneys in and out. Like, that house got really fucked up. And this was a rented house. hmm Like, a rented house that just had 39 decomposing bodies in it in various rooms. Nuts. I can't imagine what the owner of that house thought or went through. Like, I would have been terrified to run a house ever again in my life had I been through that. Like, as the owner? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> no, thanks. Like, hey, are you guys uh, planning on killing yourselves in here? Yeah. We That's going to be a, in the uh, lease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so police arrived at the scene and found 39 people wearing the same similar suit. outsuits. Yes, similar outfits. I think I just said outsuits. Outsuits, it was my fault. <laughs> I confused um, her. Of black pants and black weird pullovers and Nike sneakers. A specific Nike sneaker. I forget which one it was, but it was a very specific Nike sneaker. And they were all brand new. Yes. Um, and all of them but two were covered in the purple yeah. shrouds. So, 
they discovered that these people died at different times. Oh, for, also, when they first went there, they said, like, they reported that was all men. Well, I mean, because I guess, they, they all, all looked, looked the same. like, male. Because of the short haircuts and yeah. all that shit. But then Not they... wearing makeup and... Yeah. But so it was... It was 21 women and 18 men. And they, like you said, they they killed themselves in shifts. Yeah. So they were split into three groups. The, la- the third group was only two people. Yeah. And what's even crazy, Doe was in the second group. He wasn't even one of the last. Well, no. He didn't want to be... He didn't want to be stuck there by himself looking at all the dead people around him. The, the family that he built. But that's still... Like, you would think, like, oh, well, he's the leader. He, he would oversee it. Yeah. No. No, he I, was, I feel like he, he was, was a big... Really ca- he's kind of a big coward. Yeah. No, he is. Um. So, yeah, the first group laid down, took the drink, the toxic mix of... It was like vodka and phenobarbital. Yeah. Some of them mixed it with applesauce, which I thought was funny just because it's hard to get down because it doesn't taste very good. But, like, I just thought it was funny. I don't know. So applesauce was supposed to, like, help? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the first group, like, took the drugs. The, the second group covered them in the shrouds. Third group which were his only two people, then covered the second group in the purple shrouds after they took their drugs. And it was, like, the time of deaths ranged from, like, 36 hours to 24 hours. Like, the first group... Yeah, it was, like, 12 hours apart or something. Yeah. Each group was. And I, I guess that was to what? Like, make sure they actually died? Yeah, I don't know what why they waited so long. I'm not... I'm not entirely sure. But... Yeah, it's... Like, it's crazy to think that... And, I mean, these people were super committed to... And, like, believed in what they were doing. But it's, like... It's, like... I feel like it's crazy. Out of... 39 people that there wasn't one who was like maybe yeah. I maybe I don't want to do this anymore. 100% that's Rio whatever honest to god T was not talking to him we all know <laughs> T wasn't talking to him he was just like I don't know how the fuck else to get out of this I don't want to die peace bitches like no 100% guaranteed <laughs> And the other people, when they started talking about doing this mass suicide, honestly, I feel like they probably did lose a lot of members at that point because that's... Well, it said only five left after that. And actually, one of them, I think that five includes Sawyer, and he left, and it had nothing to do with the suicide. He was all on board with the suicide. He left, so he left in... September 1994, and he left because of his, he couldn't handle his sexual urges. Wait, was he castrated? No, he was one, he did, he He was like, fuck you guys, I like my dick. Well, like, the first botched surgery, that was almost him. They flipped a coin. 
to for to choose between him and another dude. No, fuck that. And then after the fact, he was like, he ended up changing his mind and he didn't get castrated. But yeah, he couldn't handle his sexual urges and he was like he was actually like troubled by it like he was very well i mean he's in this cult that teaches you that that's horrible that's bad like that's not part of your purpose like you are a higher being who's going to ascend to the next level you shouldn't have these feelings so of course he felt bad about it he was taught for almost 20 years to suppress those things and when he realized that he couldn't it was probably devastating for him because what the fuck else was he gonna do with his life now and so like he during this struggle he like kind of distanced himself from like a lot of people in the group Mm -hmm. including doe who he was like pretty close like he was kind of one of those helpers Mm -hmm. like he was leading the meetings and all that and doe like ended up like confronting him about it like being like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, you seem, you seem withdrawn, and like, yeah. I just wanted to catch up, check up on you. Yeah. And Sawyer explained what was going on, and Doe was like, "Well, you're not like forcing it upon anyone else. You're trying to do it in private. Like, I'll help. Like, I'll try to help you overcome and like get better, but." I think they, I don't know what exactly those plans were to help him. They were going to bone. 100%. But, (laughs) no, that was someone else. But it ended up, Sawyer was like, that's not, this isn't working, and I think I just have to leave. Like, I'm not following. Darn. And I have to, no, he still wholeheartedly believes in this stuff. Is he one of the website whatever's? Like no, administrators? I don't think so. I he lives in like the middle of nowhere and grows weed and um sits out at like bonfires and looks up at the sky waiting to see a sign. Oh, that's yes. kind of sad. No, yeah, it's very, very sad. It Poor is Suwody. It is very sad. He he still wholeheartedly believes in this and think and is just hoping one day that he ascends and is able to join everyone. Uh, on the next level. That means, like, I want to do an interview with him. Like, I wish we could. Mm-hmm. I would love to go talk to him. He Well, he was one of the first to come out and start speaking as a former member of Heaven's Gate at, in light of, like, all the jokes. He was like, you guys aren't, you guys don't understand. Yeah. And he, so he was one of the first to come out and start speaking about it and try to give, a pers- like, his perspective yeah. on it because he's like a positive perspective rather yeah. than the satirical like haha yeah and his nuts. and like his thing and he's like these were people that I cared he like these were my family yeah and you're laughing at their like you're laughing at them and that's not okay yeah and he is one of the survivors that speaks about it the other one that's in the document documentary Frank he. Speaks about it, and he, oh my god, this is the part that almost made me cry. So he and his girlfriend joined together when they were in, like, their early 20s. His girlfriend is one of the 39. Oh, and he didn't go with her? Yeah, he left before the match. He left, okay, so, (laughs) he left, I don't know exactly when he left, but it's fucked up the way he, well, 
not fucked up the way he leaves, but, like, the events surrounding his leaving is fucked up and it pisses me off. The one morning, it was, like, they had meetings in, like, the morning, whatever. And the one morning, he, like, answered a question that Doe asked or whatever. And his voice apparently was, like, too husky. And Doe, like, publicly, like, criticized him, like, saying, oh, your voice is too male. Like, you're doing that on purpose. And he, this man has, like, a speech impediment now. Aww. Like, if you watch the documentary, like, at first I was like, is, like, he, it sounds like he's choke, like choking up. Like, he's, like, almost, like, he's on the verge of tears. But, but he's, he's not. Just, it's he like that's his how, voice to do that on that, the trauma. Yeah, like, that moment caused him so much trauma and such a battle within himself that it, he struggles to speak. Oh, it it's heartbreaking. But yeah, so that's so he and that pissed him off because who who wouldn't get pissed off about that? Yeah. And before that, he had already been having like Struggles second thoughts because well because he joined with his girlfriend and then he he and his girlfriend were split apart. Like they were like you can't be in a relationship anymore. But yeah, because we're all in a collective relationship to Doe. And well, that was higher power, yeah. and then at the same time, we're not allowed to have sex or different, yeah, be girlfriend and boyfriend because we're all technically like on an even, yeah. And like, we, did, we didn't really get into this, but there was a one point in time where they were able to like we like visit their families mm-hmm. for like a weekend or whatever. And so, Frank and his, I think her name was Erica. They were going to the same place because, like, their families, like, they were from the same place. Mm -hmm. So they flew together, like, whatever. And there was, it was in that trip, Frank pretty much said he was like, if she would have been like, I'm done with this, if we want to run away, let's go, I would have, he would have been like on board and would have, like, run away with her. Well, of course. I mean, he probably missed her. Like, and, you go into this together. Well, in the documentary, he's like, he was like, she was the love of my life. Aww. Yes, but he's still Aww. not over it. Ugh. And it's like, after the mass suicide, he, like, had dreams of her, like, almost every night. It was, Aww. yes, it was heartbreaking. And I was like, oh, my God. Stop. Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> yes, it is. It's easy to look at these people who made these choices because they did purposefully alienate themselves. It's easy to it's easy to forget that they are still human beings, regardless of what they thought. Mm-hmm. They are still human beings. They were born here. They This is a life that they had here. There are people that they did affect here. And that's that is a good example to bring it back to reality of there were people that cared about these people that knew these people, whether they had exiled themselves from those individuals or not. There were still mothers, fathers, children, aunts, uncles, whatever, that mourned these people mm-hmm. and really did feel some type of way. Like There was another couple of members Suzanne and Wayne Cook they were they were married and had a daughter like before they joined Heaven's Gate Mm -hmm. and 
I'm not, I think their daughter might have been, like, she was young, but also old enough to realize what was going on. Like, they left her. And she knew, like, why, like, what, like, she knew, like, oh, they left me to join a cult, a cult. Yeah. pretty much. But between 1975 and 1997, Suzanne and Wayne, they left three times. Like, they left and rejoined three times. Yeah, like, I feel bad. This woman was in the documentary also, and I feel so bad for her. Because her parents would leave her, go to the cult, would come back. She would get hope that this time they would be... Yeah, they were done with it. That they were done with it. They realized it. And they kept going back. Her mom, Suzanne was one of the 39. Her dad had left. Damn. But after the mass suicide, he and his, like, best friend, pretty much, like, they lived together after the Heaven's Gate. They were both members. Mm-hmm. Wayne and the other man's name was Chuck. They regretted leaving before the suicide. So they had planned... To do their own. To commit suicide, to catch up with them. And this woman, I can't remember her name. I didn't write it down. But, like, their daughter. Yeah. She was begging her dad. She was like, dad. Wait, you finally think that you have him back. Like, they're gone now. She, like, she said she was constantly pleading with him to stay with her, to live this life. Yeah. Like, you can still live a life with me on this planet. Like, it's okay. Like, you... Yeah. And he... So he... Wayne and Chuck planned this suicide. The daughter got a call saying, hey, like, this happened. One of them is alive. And she had to fight with herself not to have the hope that it was her dad. And it, it wasn't her dad. Ah. Chuck survived. And then... I think it was like, it was a few months later, he then ended up committing suicide. And succeeding. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's... See, that just goes to show you, like, how deep-rooted in in your mentality cults like this become. You become so... almost enamored with them. I don't know if I said that word right. It, like... How how can you idealize that so much that you feel like you missed out when you do see all these people are gone? You see the mass hysteria that it caused. Like, this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. This was on the news for quite a while when it happened. It took them weeks to clear the house, clear the toxic, like, the biohazardous waste. Like... You see how much goes into that and how much it's hurting people that are around you, no matter how how small of a connection they might have had to somebody in this group. But still, it doesn't matter. Your own daughter is pleading and begging you, please stay with me. Please. I need you in this life. You can still have your beliefs, but I need you here. There's a reason, like, you didn't, Go with them. You didn't ascend with them at the time that they did. So stay with me. And you still choose not to because you are that 
brainwashed that it's just unfathomable to you to not have to not be there to not be on that next level with these people it's just heartbreaking and mind-blowing because it like even i don't even know like i'm at a loss for words even after researching this for the past few weeks it's still like but like how does this happen Mm -hmm. It's not, like, I just, I can't, I don't know, you know, like, my family experienced suicide. Like, we we know what that does. Mm-hmm. We've dealt with this. It, I just, I can't, even with the firsthand experience that I have with it, it still is just something I could never, never imagine people going through with, let alone such a big, mm-hmm. a big group of people. It just... It is, like you said, there's just, you're at a loss for words. Like, what do you even say about it? It's heartbreaking, but I guess ultimately, like, they did get what they wanted out of it. Yeah. I I mean, sort of. Suzanne and Wayne's daughter, so after, like, the mass suicide, since Suzanne was one of them, they, it was the daughter, Wayne, and Chuck, I believe. They went on a show, and they were like, to do, like, an interview and stuff, and they asked, like, the daughter, like, how does this make you feel? And she said she, like, she essentially said that she was happy for her mom because that was what her mom wanted to do. She she saw it as her mom accomplished what she had been working for for the past two Oof. decades. Oof. Yeah. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Like, that's a hard one for me to swallow. The way that poor girl must have, like, grown up and just been trying to battle her demons, but then her parents' demons on top of it, and to be a functioning human. Like, Mm -hmm. so much. So much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's, that's Heaven's Gate, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) I hate to end on such a downer, but... It's going to happen sometimes. Yes. I mean, they're not all happy, honky-dory, sex demon stories. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They got no rhyme. I like it. Oh. Just be prepared. Anytime it says call, it it will most likely end very sadly. Yeah. Sadly, dramatically, something. (laughs) Content All the calls just flashing through my head. I'm like, that has a bad ending. That has a bad ending. That has an awful ending. ending. Do they really, though? I can't think of a single cult that's like, oh, you know what? They made it out pretty good. You know, um, the Bridge Davidians could have had that if it wasn't for a certain... uh, Government agency? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We're fucked up. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I looked up just because I'm nosy as fuck and I wanted to know, like, how they would have died. Um... It was a very peaceful death they would have had, essentially. Yeah, they they essentially died in their sleep. Yeah, like it sedates you, the the stuff. Phenobarbital. Thanks, that. It, yeah, it just kind of like it pretty much sedates just stops, you, yeah. then you go to a coma, and then you die if you yeah. take too much of it. Yeah, it just slows your heart rate down Yeah. to eventually the point of death. Yeah, like not a bad way to go. Yeah. Like, ideally, if I'm going to die, like, I want to die that way. 
Yeah. I'm going to die in my sleep. I just want my heart to, like, uh, done. That's the perfect death for me. But yeah. in Except the last time. two people, they... So they took that, but then they also put um, grocery bags over their head. Like, plastic they bags. They all did that, like, just kind of as, like, a... Let's make sure it happens. Yeah. Like, some of them died from, like, technically asphyxia. Yeah. But I guess... If they had taken those drugs, like, they were asleep, so it still wasn't... What well, like, did kind of, par- like, a common... Yeah. A common overdose symptom was paralyzation. Is that a word? Why do I feel like I just made that? Paralyzation? It paralyzes you. Just be on the safe <laughs> side. It paralyzes you, so if you had the bags over your head, like, you might not be able to get it off. Which, to me, horrible. That's awful. Let me just die in my sleep. Don't fucking put a bag on my well, that hap- That's what happened uh, with Wayne and Chuck. Chuck, like, instinctively, like, yanked the bag off his head, and that's why he survived. Ugh. Yeah, how do you not? How do you not take a bag off of your fucking head? That's stressful. I don't, like, I can't even wear turtlenecks because I don't, like, feeling like I can't breathe. And turtlenecks do that to me. I'm a weird person, all right? Yeah, you like to be Shut the fuck up, all right? That's my business. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you can send us an email. <laughs> I don't know the fucking email. I'm sorry. At altcultnationpodcast at gmail.com. DMs on Instagram, altcultnation hmm And Facebook. Alt Cult Nation. Part. Yes. No, ju- it's just Alt Cult Nation. Yep. And then uh, we also have a Twitter if you want to go ahead and follow us there. We don't use it much yet because I don't really use Twitter, but... Uh, and I don't know how. I'm so. learning. You don't know how to do shit. You're right. I really, really don't. We have to figure that out today. Yes. So, yeah. And we'll have a website soon eventually. Yes. Yeah. Website. Woo! So, um, stay tuned. Next week is not going to be as depressing as this one. Nah. It's going to be more exciting. Yes. It's going to be spooky, spooky. Spoopies. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.